Lodgecasters, welcome to the Lodgecast, the official podcast of Gentleman'sAvenue.com. I'm your host, Mr. M. This is being recorded at the Lodge in Whittier, California. You're tuned in to episode six. We have a great episode ahead. We have a great interview, man. I mean, you want to stay tuned for it. We have Jimmy from Shiner Gold Pomade and we have Figaro's Barbershop all the way from Portugal. They're here. They're at the Lodge. They're going to come out a little bit later. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that interview. Today is April 23rd, 2017. You can find us on our website at gentlemansavenue.com forward slash the Lodgecast um, and on social media. And we are now on iTunes. Finally, finally, this week, we've got the approval for iTunes. This episode sponsored by our house brand, Old Duck Grooming. In case you're not aware, shaving is the most traumatic thing you can do to your face. You are literally taking a layer of skin off your face during the process of shaving. So we've created an all-natural product, zero chemicals, zero toxins. The ingredients are of the highest quality. So we created this. We have two fragrances. One is a, a fresh one that has a real bright, pepperminty uh, fragrance for you. We also did a trail uh, scent, which is kind of like an outdoorsy, woodsy type feel to it. And uh, both of these products are amazing. Like I said, they're the highest quality. There's no chemicals in these. This is great for your face. It not only uh, moisturizes your face during the process of shaving, it allows the razor to glide nice and smoothly. And it also uh, helps your, your face heal, your skin because your skin is being, you know, cut. So it, it does all that. So anyways, make sure you check out our house brand, Old Duck Grooming. So this week's been a busy week. Uh, on Wednesday, we had uh, Masa from Japan, and we had Raka Hair from Kobe, Japan. What an awesome man. I had a great time. I mean, we, we drank a few beers together. Uh, afterwards, we, we had some ceviche. It was cool to see that... Um, uh, Hitoshi and his family had never had ceviche. Uh, Masa last year when he visited us, he had some ceviche. So that was just, you know, he, he loves ceviche. So it was really cool for us to be able to provide some ceviche. And then, he, you know, he always tells me we got to get a, a Mexican restaurant going in Japan. But, uh, you know, we had an awesome time and we just released this morning. Uh, I remember, like I said, today's April 23rd, 2017. We just released the Echo Park Guitars episode. And, you know, it's just a real inspirational story. I really can't say how much I respect Gabriel for, you know, going through that journey, the journey of drug addiction and finding that redemption, because it's not just about living in, in hell, but it's surviving it and then making the choices to get out of that. I mean, it's just a great story. And I'm really happy for him and all his success working with Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Uh, Jackson Brown and Troy Van Leeuwen from Queens of the Stone Age. I mean, the list goes on and on of A-listers. He is really being blessed. And I think it's because he's on the right track. He's living the good life now. He's uh, unfortunately leaving Los Angeles area. He's going out to Detroit. And I mean, I just wish him the best of luck. Um, you know, he's, he's a good brother now. And I, I really just, just admire the guy. So uh, that's been the week for us here. And uh, we have a uh, the, the next few weeks, uh, or I should say the next few months for us are already booked. So, you know, we, we will squeeze people in when we can. And, um, you know, I'm just really blessed to have a great guy here, Jimmy from Shiner Gold Pomade. One thing about Jimmy, literally both of our, our, we both started around the same time, the same year, I think it was. And I reached out to him about his product and he's like, yeah, sure, I'll send you a sample. And I mean, it was just like from that moment on, we hit it off. I mean, we became good friends. 
he's actually even come to my family events from Arizona. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot and I think it's just, it's very rare to find somebody in an industry that, um, has a good reputation. You know, I mean, he's not scandalous. He's not an asshole. He's not burning people. He's not like pressuring barbershops, you know, take that product, the other comp- competitors off your shelf so you could put mine up and I'm not going to give you no freebies unless you do so, which I've heard it all. And I've, I know quite a few pomade company owners and I'm not saying all of them are jerks or assholes, but I'm just saying that, you know, it's awesome to meet somebody who's the real deal, Holyfield. I mean, just the legit person, you know, his handshake's good, his word is good, and he's never going to put you in an uncomfortable position, you know, for his own gain. And, um, you know, and I guess that's why these guys from, from Portugal are here, you know, he has them on tour. And, you know, they're, they're, they're going around, they were at Viva Las Vegas, and we'll talk more about that in depth. But it's, you know, when, when you're, when you're righteous, and you're doing what you're supposed to do in the right way, you know, things work out for you. So I'm really happy to have Jimmy here and, and these folks from uh, Portugal. So without further ado, I'd like to be able to, to bring them in, bring them onto the set and uh, introduce them to you guys. So if they could just come on set now, I'd appreciate it. They're coming to the lodge because this time they are actually waiting outside. I've decided that I'm better at the intros without, you know, a bunch of people staring at me. So anyways, they're coming in right now and uh, they'll get acclimated here in a minute and you folks will be able to meet them. Come on in. Come on in, Jimmy. Have a seat. Good morning. How's it going, my brother? Just get the the headphones on and uh, we'll get started here. Hello, gentlemen. How you doing? All right. (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen you, about 10 minutes. (laughs) Johnny. So we have, to my left over here, we have Jimmy the Man from Shiner Gold. This is... I bet you all thought I was better looking, huh? (laughs) Oh, Jimmy, you're pretty handsome to me. (laughs) And we also have Johnny here from uh, Figaro's Barbershop in Portugal. And we have Damien. Right, Fabian, Fabian. Yeah. Yes? Fabio. Fabio. I'm sorry. See, you could correct me. I mean, we're... we're... It was Fernando a couple days ago. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you gentlemen doing? Doing great. Good. We've been running all over the place. Well, see, this is crazy because I don't know if Jimmy told you that. He actually thought I was going to go to the event. Did he tell you that? That he thought we were going to do the interview there. He didn't realize we were doing the interview here. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) And so yesterday we talked and I'm like, hey, so what time are you coming over? And he called me up like, what do you mean coming over? (laughs) He didn't uh, realize that uh, we were doing it here. So you gentlemen are from Portugal, right? Yeah. And and what part of Portugal exactly? Uh, We're from Lisbon. Uh, That's the capital. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a nice town by the sea. We got a river and the ocean nearby and lots of tourists these days. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty popular it, spot now? It is, it is. It's getting one of the most popular spots in Europe. Um, lots of tourists come there and the population of Lisbon is also increasing. So it is a pretty popular city right now in Europe. So is it like a small town still or is it like a big city? Is it like urban, rural or? It's it's urban, but it still has a lot of history in there. So you get to see a lot of the old architecture and cultural stuff. Um, so monuments, the castle, 
all kind of uh, old buildings. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting to see um, a lot of new shops also popping up and you know, it's it's a city that you need to be there to really enjoy the vibe and understand how things go, but it's pretty chilled. Mm-hmm. So you guys hooked up with Johnny, I mean with uh, Jimmy here. How did you hook up with Jimmy? Well, we've been in touch with Jimmy for uh, over a year. Mm-hmm. We carry Shiner Gold back home. Mm-hmm. And um, we thought, I mean, if there's a pomade to do something cool in the States, that would definitely be Shiner Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, well, Jimmy just invited us over and say, guys, let's let's come to the States and do something fun mm-hmm. uh, over here, like visit some shops and yeah, show us Shiner Gold and you guys show your craft around and we're gonna have a good time. So yeah, after one year of like messaging each other, we found some time and we say, hey, let's let's do it this this April. So mm-hmm. we came here. Um, we are doing pretty much four cities, uh, mm-hmm. three different states. So we've been to Arizona, Phoenix. We went to uh, Nevada, Las Vegas for Viva. And now we're California for uh, three more shows. So we were in San Diego this week. Today we got our show here in LA and next Sunday we will be in San Francisco. Mm. So mm. it's been it's been fun getting to know all these barbers and all these people in, in the US mm-hmm. uh, who love the, the culture of, of barbering. And to us, it's like the first time we're in the States uh, doing some barber related stuff, which is always a pleasure because, you know, we don't distinguish between holidays and work it's always when it's barbering it's always both you know it's so it's like a life but it's a lifestyle it's a right? lifestyle yeah. right yeah. so we're coming here we're not on holidays but we're doing what we love we're not working because we're not at our shop but we're doing what we love which is you know showing others the craft and hanging out with our buddies that you know work on pomade for hair and that's yeah that's that's trying to go and that's Jimmy here and you know all the shops that have been carrying this pomade and have welcomed us so far we've visited I don't know maybe more than 20 shops wow I guess Jimmy you have you have them pretty busy right these short legs move fast <laughs> <laughs> no it <laughs> uh, Jimmy so what, what made you think what made you decide you know I want to do this tour uh, bring these fellows over from Portugal and do this tour with them I mean what made you get into that well, they've been on my radar for quite some time, you know, mm-hmm. just following them on Instagram, seeing what they're doing. And, um, you know, from a business aspect of it, I wanted to attach myself to uh, the coolest shop I could attach myself to, mm-hmm. to help out the brand. And um, that's where the, the idea started. And um, then I started stalking them on Instagram uh, <laughs> <started>. <laughs> which I, I, I believe he does and um, you know we, we came up with a, a few ideas of things we could do and um, it, it turned out to be you know really really nice um, having a good time mm-hmm. um, you know I try to keep everything fun so we're doing some shows we're uh, stopping off at shops we're having good times 
but uh are you having fun johnny yeah, yeah for, sure. For, for sure for sure for sure well, what, what's what's been the best experience for you so far i mean the one well, that you're just like for me ah, people are going to be talking me, about this for a while well, for me it's the first time in the states mm -hmm. so everything is new and when you when you come from europe yeah it's totally different so it's a good time for sure what, what, what was the thing about pancakes? What's what's going on with that? Oh. Johnny Pancakes. <laughs> what, what, what was the name of the... the they went to the Pepper Mill uh, restaurant oh, okay. in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. When, when, you ask, when you ask for pancakes, you imagine like pancake is something like this. Right? <laughs> He's holding okay, up a, a coaster. Bigger, yeah. At McDonald's. Yeah, a bit okay. <laughs> Normal pancake. But uh -huh. these guys, they got me like three big, big pancakes. As big as your it. plate, right? Bigger as a plate, I don't know. I don't know. I think he just ate like half of one. And yeah, it was it was enough because that half was the equivalent to ten pancakes of the normal ones. <laughs> Did he have so, syrup with it at least or anything, or is it just oh, bland? Yeah, like and a banana. kilo of bananas? And banana, yeah. yeah. Banana yeah. and syrup. <laughs> that sounds like a rock star life. <laughs> and uh, what about you, uh, Fabio? What's been the one experience you're just like? Man, this is just badass. Like, you know, um, I, I've been to the states a couple of times before, um, not not specifically for, you know, barbering and mm -hmm. barber stuff related. Always sneaking around in barber shops, but you know that's what I love to do. But this time, um, you mean, Jimmy asked us like, you guys want to drive a Cadillac and get some cool footage when we go to Vegas. So Jimmy has this 1954 Caddy mm -hmm. uh, stopped at his garage where, you know, probably drives it every once in a while. So he went pick us up at, from the airport with it and well, we fell in love with that car the first day. And he said, you guys got to drive this shit to Vegas. It's going to be the bomb. So, I mean, we're with our cameraman and like, all right, we're going to do it. But I never drove in the States and I'm not used to drive. Uh, <laughs> 70 year old car uh-huh so i i drove for like six hours or seven hours like and i mean i i'm still having dreams about me driving that car you know like it it was loose at the, like the steering wheel was loose but at the same time it was such an uh, adrenaline feeling and you know like driving in a new country crossing two states in an old car you know i think that was something not barber related but actually it has been the, An experience. the coolest experience yeah. and uh, we took some risks because you know it's it's kind of difficult to drive something you never drove <coughs> in a country where you never drove before mm -hmm. fortunately everything went well i mean we didn't crash we're alive <laughs> and vegas well, even was, if you was even, great so even if you would have crashed that, i'm pretty sure that bumper is probably you know would have just demolished whatever you would have hit right probably I, i'm pretty sure that cadillac bumper was big right yeah yeah well i mean there was the shiny gold van in front of us so i didn't want to crash <laughs> <laughs> what did he have the trailer or was it just the we were going to bring the trailer but we were running a smidge late so we just rolled the dice like, hey, we're going to vegas so time to gamble at home you yeah, know, yeah yeah right yeah. from the get-go see and jimmy um you know you talk about how you uh, jimmy stalked you and at, at least on social media, right? You know, uh, or Jimmy said that, yeah. that he was talking to you guys. And Jimmy and I, we pretty much started around the same year. Yep. At least he had been formulating his product for years before, but he finally, I believe, went into the marketplace around the same same time that I started my uh, Gentleman's Avenue, the website. And uh, I, I reached out to Jimmy and I said, hey, you know what, I've never heard of this. And 
I think since then, you know, we developed a friendship. Uh, you know, we've he's even come to uh, uh, my child's baptism. You know, when he uh, came in from Arizona for that, and that was really cool. And and you know, I I know a few guys in, in the pomade business, the owners, and not every. It's hard to find anybody that's you know a good person. And I don't mean like good person, like you know he dreams of unicorns, but <laughs> but just somebody that you know is. If they say yes, and if they mean they, they're not gonna, they're out, they're not out to fuck you over. You know what I mean? And Jimmy's one of those guys, and I, I you know, we've had a good relationship. We yeah. talk a lot, and I hope you guys, you know, your experience here, uh, that you guys continue to develop that because, you know, in this in in this industry that you're in, and it's a profession, right? It's what you do. It's your life. Um, that you continue to encounter people like that because, unfortunately. A lot of people are just scandalous, man. Just they're pimps, you know. And I'm, absolutely, I, mean, I don't absolutely, even. Absolutely, uh, I don't even mean to. to and, and not everybody, it, but I would like to say. You it, know, I mean, there were a couple of brands we could have done this as well. And the reason why we did this with China Gold, I mean, not only because we carry China Gold, it's because the approach that we got from China Gold was very friendly, and mm -hmm. it didn't seem to be, you know, like. A suffocating business proposal to come over here you know we didn't talk business we talk about having a good time and you know business will come after mm -hmm. naturally you know things will flow uh, naturally and and I think so far that's what's been happening I mean we've we've had a couple of business ideas to do in the future while some exciting projects we cannot disclose yet but it's it's in a pipeline to do it and I mean, thank God we met so we can actually come up with these ideas and talk how we're going to do it. But I think you're you're absolutely right about, you know, like pomade business owners not being as human as, mm -hmm. well, Jimmy is. It is true. And I think that also it, it explains because Jimmy is not only a, a pomade business owner. I mean, he's a mm -hmm. father is i mean he has brothers he has a family he has multiple friends from different backgrounds his dad is your dad still involved jimmy yeah yeah, yeah. his dad family. can't get rid of him <laughs> yeah so i mean when when you're surrounded by good people and you actually get to interact with different people and different background i think you benefit a lot from that experience and when you meet new people at the business mm -hmm. right so i think so far jimmy has been someone that i don't when i talk to him i don't see him as a business owner but i see him as a friend the mm -hmm. guy that it's okay is is using us to help him but we are also you know happy to be part of this thing because we know he's a good guy and we know his pomade is good so he's gonna take care of you in the end he's not gonna just leave you out to no, and I know that, like, we're already talking about having him coming to Portugal for mm -hmm. holidays, you know, and we're not even talking about business. This is just, you know, out of friendship. And I want him to come over there, have a good time, uh, finally see our shop and meet all the barbers there. And, you know, just he hasn't been to Portugal yet. And Portugal isn't that close or isn't that far from from Spain, but it's very far from other countries in Europe. And Jimmy mm -hmm. has been to Europe many times. So the chances of him coming to Europe to come to Portugal, well, it would be reduced if he wouldn't know us because, I mean, there's nothing, there's not much to do out there if he doesn't know the right people, unless he goes there as, he goes there as a tourist. Mm -hmm. 
And I think what we want is to take Jimmy on a real, like, you know, local adventure where he actually gets to see the real stuff. And hopefully we will be coming to the States more more times, you know, to do other stuff. So I think I think so far what I can say is that we don't have a business relationship with China Gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have more of a friendship relationship. And that's that's what I think it's cool about this because the pressure does not lay on China Gold and does not lay on our side either. I mean, it lays on having a good time and making the best out of it. So, yeah, because here in the states, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how it is over there, but I, I here in the states, because I know plenty of barbers that you know sometimes the companies put pressure. They'll even, t- you know, tell a barbershop owner, you know, if you don't give me that shelf right there, I will stop giving you, you know, free product or discounts. And and to me, that's I, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, who, you know, I mean, it's a business. I know at the end of the day. Jimmy's gonna make. Is, do you guys have that problem? Do you guys have that problem over there where you know they're they're, they're like trying to make you choose and be loyal? Oh, quote we, we we certainly do. I mean, we got like tons of offers, you know, like to try samples and get their product in our shop, where we don't even have to buy the product. We just pay them if we sell, and you know, like we got tons of these offers. Mm-hmm. But we're very selective in what we have at our shop. We work mainly with old school pomades. And a couple modern ones and shana gold is one of the pomades we carry we also like you know like the shaving soap and the beard balm mm-hmm. um i think you know it is it is surprisingly good for someone that is not a barber and has taken his time and patience to put effort into getting a formula uh, or several formulas that actually work and mm-hmm. are good are good products so I, I admire him for it, you know. I think it's it's someone very passionate about his business who finds time to do it and to do it right. And one one difference I see from from Shana Gold and other businesses that I see Jimmy going personally to barbershops and you know, hey, here's a hundred cans of Shana Gold uh, Psycho Hold or here's mm-hmm. another hundred cans of this that you order me, you can pay me next month. I mean that creates such a you know a trust and and loyalty onto customers that you don't see that with other brands and he doesn't need to do it you know he can just ship them but you know he does it out of kindness and he does it out of the good relation he wants to keep with the barbers and i think these days that's something very rare mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's like sometimes it's like throwing a pearl to pigs and <laughs> m- most barbers won't get it. Are we saying that there's a brand that's a? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not but there's a brand that might use a pig, but um, um, I think in Spanish we call it manteca. Do you get because uh, Portuguese? Portuguese is very close to sp- is Spanish, right? Is yeah. is is that word manteca the same? What's manteca mean in, in Portuguese? Does it mean anything? It doesn't mean anything. See, ours means lard. So, I, but anyways, that might be something else that people put in there. Um, so how did you become a barber? And how long have you been barbering? Well, I started barbering when I was 14, 15 years old. So that's been like 16 years now, 16, 17 years. Where were you cutting at? Was it cutting out a shop, cutting at your no, house? No, I was or? cutting home, you know, I was cutting home, just my homies, family, friends. I started, you know, just trying out and I like going to the barber shops with my mm-hmm. dad ever since I was a kid. 
I loved like you know being around the barbers and just going there because it smelled so nice and I I could see like men getting out of there with a different energy and a different mm-hmm. a different kind of vibe and I thought that was like something where I felt comfortable being at so I mean I went to school did all my studies and I even graduated law but you what you wait a minute you you you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could be a lawyer I could if I want. I mean, I've I've worked in at corporations as me and what? Johnny dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, okay, legally, I said something about lard. Is that am I getting in trouble? <laughs> nah, man, I, I don't care anymore. Oh know, no, that's from that's from a different country, from where at Timon's from. But um, anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, so okay, so you 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 actually practice <clears throat> law and, and you're barbering. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this for 16 years and that's what I love. At some point I was like working already for five or six years at a company. Um, so I was tired of the corporate world and tired of cutting hair, just like hidden from everybody else, like doing it kind of secretly because I was doing it part-time, my free time on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just said, I'm gonna quit this shit. I'm, I'm not gonna go anymore. I mean, even if this pays good, that's, that's not what makes me happy. So I went back to Portugal and decided to open my business. Uh, that was like three years ago. Uh, th- so the idea started like two years before that. So five years ago, and it's been three years that we are gaming now. So it's going very well. And I'm, I'm very happy we, we've done it. That's interesting because, you know, I had, um, I was saying earlier how Tim from Syndicate, he came with uh, this barbershop from Mexico uh, called Bravos, Bravos Barbershop. And the guy, the owner of the shop, a fairly young guy too, and he actually uh, was like a graphic designer, industrial engineer designer. He had also been barbering since he was a teenager at home. He left his career. Because you left a career. I mean, it's not a, it's not a job like, right. you know, I'm gonna go work at it's Walmart. Real. You know what I mean? It, it's like a career that you studied for. Yeah, I studied like seven years because I did Christ. my masters wow. and my degree. But I was cutting, I was cutting hair for a longer time than I was studying law. So, I mean, the passion for cutting hair was there way before any passion of. That's like that's that's admirable because you know what? And and I told the guys that from Bravos too because. Okay, I don't know how it is in Portugal, but here, like in my city, Whittier, there's twenty over twenty barbershops in my city here, mm. and you could literally some of them you can almost walk out of one and almost step into another. That's how close they are. But in your country, is there that many barbershops? Well, there are now. I mean, oh. when we opened, um, there were almost none. I mean, there were like a couple of them and not actually doing anything similar to what we do so we kind of were you know transition mark um yeah that. do you gentlemen want another beer yeah can, can, you Timon, can, you, can you right yeah. so he's not just a pretty face <laughs> Bar- barbershops weren't popular when we opened so we opened and i think it kind of inspired a lot of other barbers who suddenly started opening more barbershops. I think we got more than 50 barbershops that opened the mm-hmm. last three years in, in Lisbon. Wow, that many. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but, yeah. Know, a lot. Many. A lot. And, yeah. and Johnny here, how long have you been barbering, Johnny? So, like, I joined Figaro's in uh, 
August 2014. Mm -hmm. So it makes almost three, three years. years. Wow. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. Did you like, did you start as a barber or as an apprentice or as an apprentice? As See, an apprentice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was like wasn't a I don't know. It just happened. I w I went there for a haircut twice, and Fabio just asked me, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna join and be an apprentice?" And I said, "Okay." <laughs> so you own the I shop, Fabio? Yeah, I I opened the shop, and uh, I when I opened, did. I was it was just me and another guy. Uh, two barbers and we had like six chairs already mm -hmm. because the idea was to grow the shop and this this young guy came in um, I could definitely feel there was something special about him the first time I didn't talk to him you know he just came mm -hmm. and cut his hair and left and like a month later I saw him again coming to the shop and I mean he was just like looking all the time to what we were doing it was abnormal the way he was paying attention to everything. <laughs> did, you say did you say abnormal? Uh, yeah, abnormal. Okay, yeah, that's what. So yeah. I said, I gotta talk to that guy. I mean, that kid has got something. I don't even he know. Has, how he's old interested, it is. right? He, yeah, he's, he's he interested. Wants some of the action, and, then, yeah. and he has like something on his face. Like there's something behind those eyes. He was casing the joint. Yeah, so I said, you're, you're making sure he's not up to no good, right? Hey, kid, you you want to be a barber? Uh, because you know we're gonna start training other guys to join us so and he said hey man i'm i don't know i'm i'm i just gonna i just went to buy my, my <laughs> tattoo kit i was thinking yeah. about being a on the, tattoo on that, artist on that, on that same day i bought my first tattoo kit i was gonna be a tattoo artist and i was like you know <laughs> you know what you're gonna be if you become a tattoo artist you're just gonna be another artist Besides the thousands of them existing out there, you won't be a good tattoo artist. Because you won't, <laughs> no I one mean, will teach you as good as I will teach you barbering. You know? <laughs> so you're, you're giving them career counseling, yeah, like yeah. straightforward, like straight look, forward, you're gonna man, suck as a tattoo yeah. artist. Yes, yeah, but I'm the best. I will teach you. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm glad I did it, and I'm glad I was. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was uh, overconfident that day, yeah. so I could tell him that. You know, you must draw really bad, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, actually, does he grab the crayon like I this? <laughs> I actually, actually, I've seen I've seen some of his drawings. I mean, some of his drawings aren't that bad. Yeah, but his haircuts are way better. You know. <laughs> Speaking it's of true. tattoos, I think I yeah. see some fresh ink. You, yeah, what, yeah, oh yeah. Can you show yeah. the camera right there? Yeah. Show the camera there. This is what happens yeah, when you party with Tim from yeah. Syndicate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which happened to the guys from uh, bravos too they also got uh, tattooed i think like at midnight or something but um so you guys are here with jimmy you guys went to viva las vegas how was that jimmy oh viva was great it i don't think it could have been any better everything was just it it worked out perfect um we had a great setup great booth um we got quite a few cuts in mm -hmm. um and they were good cuts. I mean, they were good heads. It was a lot of uh, nice hair to work with. It helps, right? It, it, yeah, it really didn't have does. that sharp pay neck, you know, like some people, you know, like that guy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, you know, you would think that uh, almost everybody that goes there is already there with a, a fresh haircut, mm -hmm. but uh, we found the guys that needed help, and um, it it turned out really nice. Um. Yeah, I can't say enough for this uh, this trip to Viva. Because they said that, you know what, they said it's been one of the best ones in a while. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I know quite a few people. Well, that, there was a lot of people. A lot of people. Like, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it, 
They knew we were coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, and you said, I got Johnny hotcakes with me. <laughs> Not pancakes, hotcakes. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been a tattooer, but he didn't want to be yeah. like those guys on that show. <laughs> right? Um, so, as far as barbering in Portugal, what do you see as the trends? Oh, you know, before we go there, I want to show, I want to show you guys something. I was looking on the internet and I happen to find something and I'm going to show a video. Like I say, if you're listening to the podcast, um, make sure if I could find it where I put it, wouldn't you believe it? Oh, it's right here. Um, I was looking online and, and I think this is one of the first yeah. times I saw this barbershop. And so if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you watch the vodcast. You can find it on our website, gentlemansavenue.com forward slash lodgecast. And uh, there won't be any any uh, sound, at least for them here, but you guys will be able to see this. So I saw this commercial and I see this guy, David Beckham, right? He's walking in, grabbing some newspaper. And, and I'm assuming, do you guys know anything about this commercial? Oh, I never saw it before. <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm surprising you guys. Is that what it oh, is? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, Johnny Hotcakes here is a <laughs> yeah. surprise. So what is this, Fabio? Tell, tell us what's going on here. Well, this is a commercial that we were invited to be part of. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the beginning, uh, I'm going to tell you this. We, we said no. Mm -hmm. I mean, we ain't got nothing to do with clothing and stuff, you know, like we're barbers. So if you want to do a commercial for a straight razor or a clipper or something, I mean, yeah, cool. But we, can, we don't care about clothing and fashion and stuff, you know. Uh, and then they came again and said, hey, you guys got to do this because it's going to be very good for you. It's going to be with a nice guy who's a celebrity. And I said, hold on. I mean, who is who's that person coming here? I said, well, we can't tell you unless you sign some... You know, confidential agreement and stuff. And I said, I'm signing shit. I need to know who's coming to my <laughs> yeah, show. You're like, I'm, you're like, I'm a lawyer, man. Fuck you, yeah. fuck you guys. Right? I'm so, not gonna sign shit. I'm a big, I'm a big soccer fan, and I've been a fan of David yeah. Beckham ever since I was a kid. So when they told me, yeah, you're gonna have a celebrity here, and I said, who, who works with H and M? That is the Beckham. Oh, so Beckham's coming. I said, all right, cool, we're gonna do it, but it's gotta be our barbers doing it, no one else. I mean, it's either mm -hmm. our barbers or, or nobody else. So that's the time we had uh, we had the privilege and the honor to meet David Beckham for the first time. Mm -hmm. He became a client. I mean, he's been to our shop a few more times. Um, he's an awesome guy, actually. Mm -hmm. He's very humble. Um, very humble and very simple, actually, for everything he's achieved. Uh, I think he's a person of very good taste and uh, someone that I'm happy to say he helped us, you know, by coming to our shop. But I can also tell him, I can also tell everyone that if you look at all his haircuts in all his life, I'm proud to say that probably the best haircut he's ever had is the haircut he got at our shop. Did you give it to him? Yeah. Hell yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, this guy's <laughs> like, if David Beckham's gonna have the best haircut, it's because yeah. I gave it to him. No, man, it's because we're right? good at what we do. <laughs> no, I like, you know, that. that's cool because it's that, you know, because when somebody gets in the chair, uh, and I don't know, if because, you know, Jimmy and I are not barbers, when I get in the chair, a barber chair, I trust my barber that I'm not gonna look like an idiot for the next three that's, weeks. That's And that's what you need to do, like. Right? When, when you sit on a chair, we trust you, you guys. Trust, yeah. Yeah. 
that you're in so for you to have that confidence to me that's that's what a bar a good barber needs and that's that's why it's important that you know which brands you're working with because mm -hmm. clients will trust you so much that they will buy whatever you tell them exactly exactly so if you're selling them Very shit true. right you don't want them to take home shit that's why you want to have the best stuff at your pom at, at your shop so the best pomade and you want to make sure he knows how to use it so i mean this old David Beckham thing, it's its really nice and I really enjoy cutting his hair, but I'm a barber, you know, I like dealing with good hairs. If he comes to my shop with his head almost shaved, I can't give him a good haircut, you know. Mm -hmm. You always need to have like the something hair to, to work, work with. with. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have something to work with. And it was awesome because I met him at the time that he had perfect hair to work with, you know. So, I mean, if I hadn't met him like 10 years ago when he had like, those, uh, the, the, what do you have those lo those locks braids, like what's yeah. her name uh, the what's dreadlocks or whatever what was it yeah. what was it uh, the chick she had that hair the dreadlocks the braids the braids, uh, the braids the, yeah cornrows uh, no, no 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 what are they called damn it anyways he did wear that hairstyle yeah. <laughs> they, they we're like cornrow type but the braids yeah 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 no, and I, I think, you know, this commercial... Everybody it, makes a few bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and not everybody has pictures, but I I, I I, like this video because it shows your shop. It showed your shop to a greater audience because if I keep playing it, so there he is, David Beckham, he's in the barber chair. Uh, and then right there we see in the back, there's a chalkboard that says Figaro's, but there's a better shot right there. Yeah. I mean, to me, that just showed... And, and, it's a real barbershop man. this is you know even for somebody like david beckham or a commercial it, it didn't i think it did you know justice to the shop it didn't make it look cheap it made it look like see even somebody who everybody looks up to the guy right yeah. i mean unless you hate the guy and you just hate him for no fucking reason but everybody looks up to him and to see him walk into a shop even for a commercial because you now that we know the backstory that you're like nah i don't, I don't think so did you ask him anything? Did you say, "Hey, man, can we play soccer?" I would have been. I would have asked him. Did you ask him? I asked him. Uh, I mean, I met him a few more times. You know, mm -hmm. we we talked mainly about you know family stuff, mm -hmm. like you know children, life in general, like wives and family, and how it is to live in London, how it is to live in LA, football, whatever career. You know, we didn't go that much into, hey, what was the best goal you scored? You know, like all these questions that most football fans would ask. Um, we're more into the trivial stuff and more like, you know. He's a normal person. Yeah. And, and person. you know, you should treat people as normal. Yeah. Because that's, the celebrities don't like to be treated as celebrities. <clears throat> they like to feel that they are humans. Mm -hmm. And this guy is the kind of guy that likes to feel that he's human. Yeah. For sure, because that's what he is. Because the rest of the time he's a celebrity. The rest yeah. of the time, because people just yeah. put them like over the moon, and sometimes these guys like to feel like, well, this guy is just—I'm just like him, and he's just like me, you know. We Normal got person. feelings. We got. Someday we will pass away, you know. It's that's life, and I think when you meet someone that is this down to earth, that has a lot to do with his background, his past, um, and to us, it's rewarding that we ended up meeting a celebrity that is that way you know because mm -hmm. we could have ended up meeting someone that wasn't that cool you know? tom cruise maybe yeah <laughs> that would have went totally bad <laughs> and i have a few other pictures here uh, of you guys here 
So you guys saying that you're working really hard in Viva, right, Jimmy? You guys we were, we were. I mean, we had fun. I mean, just look at this. This is this is in means of having just, fun. Just to let you know, that was Sunday. That was after work yeah, was okay, finished. Okay. No, oh, we, okay. we have a picture here of uh, three fine-looking ladies, yeah. and uh, it says Little Johnny, aka Sad Satan Life. Is yeah. that your handle on social media? Uh, uh, on social media, yeah. yeah. I think Johnny is. Hotcakes is cool. But, um, <laughs> so here he is, right here working um, <clears throat> at Viva. And then here we have oh, there you go. another picture. Cutting hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that was a highlight of uh, the day right there. With uh, cutting hair with the real Jimmy Q. Yeah, real nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's he's like social media celebrity, right? Yeah, I he mean, did people... not have to come over to our booth. He mm-hmm. didn't have to. I mean, that that's a killer outfit too. I dig it. No, I mean, I I met him the day before mm-hmm. and told him like, "Listen, brother, we we're barbers and we're probably one of the best barbers in the world. We want to give you a haircut." <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like if that. If you know it, <laughs> let it be known. <laughs> and but I told him, "Listen, we're also the most underrated ones." You know, they got, you know, so you really, him. really got a hair, got to have a haircut. And the guy just, you know, I think he liked us from the beginning. And I told him, "Hey, you want to have this guy coming to your booth?" Because I don't care if he has taken pictures to other brands. I don't give a shit, man. You mm-hmm. gotta have him coming to cut hair because he liked us. We're gonna give him a good haircut. He's gonna, we're gonna put your pomade on his hair. He's gonna love it. That's mm-hmm. as simple as that. And Timon is gonna photograph. Yeah, I think, everybody's I think there's gonna a picture, happy, right? There's, you know? there's a picture yeah. of him biting the can. Yeah, yeah. That's how good it was. He's like, yeah. okay, I don't even want it in my hair. I want to eat this. <laughs> and I think it was the clay, right? It is, and you know, <laughs> when you smell it, you do want to eat it. But I, uh, <laughs> it's a bad idea. I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I got some other pictures here of you guys. Um, you know what? I, I like your shop. What, what's your shop? Where is it located? I mean, what what kind of building? Because oh. it looks old. It looks yeah. It, it, what is it? He you couldn't it? fake that. It doesn't. No, you know. I know. Yeah, you couldn't uh, import that. No. In other words, it, it it wasn't like that, right? When I first saw this building, it was just an empty space. Mm-hmm. I mean, the floor, the tiles weren't there. So everything has been designed and decorated uh, by me and with the help of friends. But this used to be a, a car garage back in the seventies, and it worked also as. Um, I think where they used to make coal out of it uh, back in the 50s or the 60s. So it has been a bunch of different stuff, but never a barbershop before. So you mean like it was a garage where people fix cars, right? Like no, a they sold cars. It, well, it was they a used car to sell cars. The car yeah. dealer, they used to sell cars like the convertible cars back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Then it turned into a coolery, I think, where they, they used to have like something to do with coal. Um, and later on, it has been just some guy selling towels. And eventually the business went wrong, so they closed like... He only yeah. can sell so many towels. Yeah. You get to have one. And I saw this place. He had a it, lot of space to sell it, towels. It, it looked, it looked, <laughs> it, it looked kind of cool, like I liked it, but it was all, you know... But that arch was there, I mean, or did you add the that? Arch, oh, the yeah. arch was there. The architecture, the basics, the, the structure. You know, I actually didn't touch the walls. I let them, you know, as they are. I just put some structure to hold the arch so it doesn't fall. Um, some some polish on it, and then the whole floor has been done by us, uh, such as the old, art, the old decoration. So all the, mm-hmm. the cabinets and the workstations you see 
but I mean, you got to be there to actually fill it. I no, mean, it was hard. Uh, I, 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 I mean, searched we're, we're, we're here. very hard to get. We're the, here for three weeks now, and we already <clears throat> miss being at that place because it's so like unique to filling when oh, you get when there. You, when, you, when you enter that shop, is I don't know. We it's, have two shops now. We have the our second shop, like quite near to like 10 minutes walk, but I don't know. This shop, when you enter this shop, you, you feel something like mm-hmm. it's totally different. So when you were standing there, what, 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 were, what were you doing? I mean, were you just, were you admiring it when you were looking here at Fabio? I mean, you're looking at the shop, you know, what was going through your head? I don't know. I just, I just liked it. I don't know. I just went there and I said, yeah, I want to get my haircut here. And actually, I passed there the day before and they were closed. And I said, okay, it's not going to be today. I'm going to try to come tomorrow. And I did, happily. So, yeah. Fabio, what was what, Johnny, Johnny used to be this kind of guy that you would go for anything that was new in town like uh-huh. to try you know like the big fan boy <laughs> throwing you under the bus so he oh, saw yeah. that <laughs> I saw him ready to say something so he saw that a new shop a new shop was open in downtown and mm-hmm. he gotta try it you know because I mean that's what youngsters do when they got a little bit of spare money you know like do you have skinny jeans Johnny <laughs> I have he used to I have a lot of skinny long, jeans so <laughs> oh man and he, he had a long hair man had, he was like had, uh, <laughs> all into grunge music and nirvana he was what? a big Kurt Cobain had, and Pearl Jam I, fan I wanted he to still be like, yeah. so he had like long hair wow. like, I had my my hair like this I had wow. my hair like this Wow. Was, but was he still looked through, so bad? Was he at least inside <laughs> the shop or was he outside no, looking no, through the window? He was outside like, looking like, through the window. No, I think the first time he came, he waited for like two hours oh, because yeah. we don't do we don't do appointments. We work walk-ins. Walk-ins only. Um. So he waited for like two or three hours the first time. So I and got enough was, time to look yeah. at this guy, you know, when he was waiting. Yeah, yeah. He was. He had found his calling. Yeah, because yeah. we were like only two two barbers working. We had like ten people waiting at that time, you know. Mm-hmm. And you see, uh, like, it took some time. Yeah, it took some time. But clients like, like waiting, they they get s- different reactions. They some go outside for smoke, some just hang inside. Oh, and, when, and when you're and there cutting, well, you know, you know, you know yeah, the, the you can see everything. Yeah. So when Johnny, what what was the vibe? I mean, what was the thing that made you? really like it besides the shop obviously it looks amazing and we can't even see the entire shop in the shot but what was it like i mean what did it feel like to just feel what explain what did it, what what drew you to the shop i don't know like i entered the shop uh the guys give me a beer and that's the first thing okay i'm good so it was the beer yeah and you were 16 and i was 16 <laughs> and I was what's 16. the legal what's yeah. the legal aging uh, the age to drink in portugal 15 15 <laughs> <laughs> <We'd say. laughs> don't right. do math people right. do not yeah. do the math <laughs> 15 or 14 when so, uh, <laughs> yeah 15 under okay. you can drink. so you'd been drinking for a year now so um <laughs> So you had a good liver here. Um, that was just the legal limit. I'm thinking he started before the legal limit. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, what what, did, what what drew you to the shop, man? Was what was it? You you look in the shop. You're you're waiting to get a haircut. What was it? I mean, what what made you just go, man? This is the tattoo kit's going in the garbage or under my oh, bed or whatever. At, at, at the time, at the time, like at the first time, I didn't think even think about it. At the second time, yeah. 
the second time was when Fabio said, "Yeah, do you wanna do you wanna be a barber?" And that was the day I bought the tattoo kit, and and I said, <laughs> "Okay, uh, I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep on doing these two things, and then I'll choose." But from the first day I went there, like it totally changed. I I don't know. I I think the tattoo the tattoo kit just just stay there and still stays there in the in the closet because all i know now is the cheers and the yeah so that's the vibe the i mean the, the vibe is i know it, it just it just know, happens he, he was like, still he was still in high school when he came so i told him hey kid you you can come like two days a week just practice in the afternoon and every saturday you can come watch his work mm-hmm. you will learn a lot just from watching you know so we did that for like six months he was coming like every monday and tuesday and then again on saturday and the rest of the days he was busy with school so when he finished his school i was a bit like uh, is he gonna come now every day or is he gonna tell me like oh you know i'm thinking i'm gonna go do some other shit so i was a bit nervous like yeah you know managing human resources is difficult yeah. you know people are evil these days <laughs> and i'm happy that he that's just, why i do this alone he just has the name sad satin because he's not he's not evil uh so you know i i think i'm i'm so happy that i met this kid and i'm so happy that i i could bring him to this level and i'm so happy that he's he's here in the states with me and that he, we made all this journey together i know i'll be his friend forever you know and i know i can trust him so that means the world to me and i know if i got him behind me uh he will have me behind him too so it it works it works very well and we're we're very happy we, we work kind of kind of good and we are happy to inspire other barbers as well and being here in the states uh it's just like you know being where we should be at this time mm-hmm. and doing what we love the most together with someone that we found luckily and it's a really good-hearted person and has a business that i think is doing pretty well given all the circumstances and all the fact that he you know he has a job he has his family he's not a barber so everything he's doing it's brilliant and we're happy to to be here and partner up with him and help him anyhow we can so coming to the state has been a privilege to us and we don't see it as work but as you know building friendship <clears throat> and a good relationship with people because mm-hmm. barbering is about people right yeah at the end of the day that's the thing is is of more barbers understood that each person that walks in the door whether it's their their friend or client for years that's how they make their livelihood is through what you produce it's how you feel when you walk in the door there are shops i've been in and and people some a lot of people don't know who i am and when i walk into a shop and i don't go in there like oh look i fucking publish barber magazines i do this i know all these great i go in just like a normal person and i've been in some where i'm like god i just this is the worst they didn't even say hello they didn't even nothing they're like you feel like a, a bug on the freaking wall that they want to smash and you're just like because people do when they get in the chair uh, there was a uh, there's a barber shop out in ireland dublin ireland uh run by liam finnegan and this guy's been he's a he's, yeah i know him okay I know him. Yeah. so he says that it's waldorf yeah waldorf barbershop that when they sit in the chair 
it equalizes everybody. Whether he's cut Frank Sinatra's hair, he's cut the Rolling Stones' hair. When oh. they sit down, <clears throat> everybody's the same. Yeah, and that's like you were saying earlier about David Beckham. Everybody sits there and they're trusting that guy behind the chair or woman nowadays behind the chair to not make them look like an ass. Because yeah. when you when you when you do research has shown when you feel good when you look good, man, you feel good. So when you sure. walk out, then they trust. Like you said earlier about the product you use. Sometimes guys go, "Yeah, I, what did you just put in my hair?" Because I look so fucking good. I want what you put in my hair. And for you guys and for Jimmy, I mean, it's good what, to see that you guys are doing this because you guys are doing a tour here, right? So you're cutting hair and you're doing a, a, is it like demonstrations, right? Yeah. So you guys have yep. been where? Where have you been to do these demonstrations? We were in, uh, so far in Phoenix and San Diego. Mm-hmm. So today we are in LA. We got a show today in, in LA this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And next Sunday we'll be in San Francisco. So hopefully this goes to the air. I mean, goes in the air before Sunday. We also did some cutting at uh, Bike Week. Yeah, and Bike Week. Bike Week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in Phoenix, that was an adventure. And you getting know, them to get we, the area. We like we we were at, down to Syndicate Barbershop also to meet the guys. I mean, we like just to pop up in in shops, meet the barbers, shake hands mm-hmm. with them, see how they work. And you know, let me tell you this to be very honest. Barbering is is about taking care of people, and a lot of barbers don't know what they carry, uh, you know, on their back. But there's a legacy and history on this on this craft, which goes back more than a hundred years. Mm-hmm. And back in the days, more than a hundred years ago, barbers used to take care of people just the same way as doctors do today, mm-hmm. as dentists do today. So they were the first surgeons and they were the first, you know, doctors. They were the first guys giving bath to people who had no water at home. So what they did for people was everything that you can combine today with hospitals, clinics, uh, spas, all together, that's what barbers used to do. Mm-hmm. Today, it all resumes to haircuts and shaves, but still, that is taking care of people. Mm-hmm. And what makes me upset is that I come into the States and I see that hair designs, modern barbering, modern hairdressing is the trend. So. I'm not in a war against these people, but I certainly don't like to, you know. Go ahead, Jimmy, drink up. We have plenty of beer, so go I ahead certainly, I, I certainly don't like coming to the US and thinking that the school that I practice at home no longer exists in the same proportion as other schools are emerging in the States. Mm -hmm. And if you look to all the American famous celebrities and actors that actually made you guys famous in Europe and Asia, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, I mean, you never saw these guys with hair designs, they would look totally ridiculous, people (laughs) would make fun of them. And people don't think that way because barbering is not about making you look good as a barber and as an artist is about the client looking good and confident and giving him the best haircut, not to give him some hair design shit that will make him look full. It's not to make you look So like our, our parole over here, our way of saying things and seeing things has been like, hey, we're barbers, 
I mean, hair design things with the things you do on YouTube that looks cool for the pictures and for the video that just makes you look cool, but it makes the client look like an asshole after two days. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it starts growing back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people don't get it. You know, it's not all about a picture. It's about you know this guy's gonna carry a haircut for the next three I, you four know what weeks. I don't get? Yeah. And that should look good on him and should make him happy. And have, you, have you seen when they do the airbrushing? <clears throat> they airbrush onto the hair, like face, you know, like they'll cut. Mm -hmm. And oh, I, oh, I get what you're saying. And, and Johnny did a back, uh, a Batman symbol in my chest hair last night. Did you really, Johnny? Oh, yeah. He, he can do it. He just chooses not to. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I got some lower back hair here that might, that could have some. Uh, but I think, like you're saying, and a matter of fact, the barber shops originated in Europe, they originated in Europe. The Greek and the Romans are the first to have these celebrated, and they were celebrated. It was a place yeah, for men. For men to be. Actually, the Egyptians were the first barbers, and then the yeah. Greeks and the Romans, you know, made turned the barbershops into parlors where men would come and discuss politics mm -hmm. and stuff, and also the issues that were going on in, the, in their yeah, community. Yeah, because in, in the Egyptians, they were still doing it on the corners. Yeah. They, they were still out there, right? You could do it under a tree. Yeah. for thousands of years. I mean, you're talking uh, right now, it'd be what, 55, 6,500 years ago, documentation. But you of, know what? If you ask this to any barber in the US, they won't know. I mean, most barbers yeah. won't know about well, this. Well, you know, they will if they buy my DVD coming out next week, you know, next month. But uh, we filmed that. Uh, my brother Danny uh, Becerra is here from uh, Gentleman's Parlor Barbershop out in San Jacinto. We filmed and I interviewed uh, an Egyptologist and uh, he was in London. I interviewed him via Skype and I included it because they have found in in Pharaoh's tombs, in King Tut, there's a straight razor. It doesn't look like our straight razor, but it's a razor buried with them. The barbers were buried around the tomb, not in the tomb with the Pharaoh, because you know, they were killed, right? When the Pharaoh died, his yeah. barber was killed because in the afterlife, he wanted to look good. And you're talking a barber? When you when you cut when you stay went, not too close to David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, check this out. The, the, you won't you won't be dying. <laughs> I'm, I'm positive. You're like can I have a mausoleum next door? But because when they were cutting the pharaoh, it was like cutting a god, because the pharaohs were gods to them. Exactly. So imagine being the royal barber, and a matter of fact, the symbol, the hieroglyph, was a razor. Well, they, this is more like a spatula, but it was a razor that they used. That was the symbol for the word barbering and anyways but so it is a secret it is sacred and so i mean for you to see here in the u.s and you know what it's it's funny because every day people think about technology but there will never be a machine that can replace man hands at this craft so there will never be a machine doing everything it will always you know the barber will always be needed the skill the skill yeah the skill the you know the craftsman and the knowledge the know-how that's something that it can, it's unreplaceable mm -hmm. and i think that's something that we as barbers are very proud because we're not competing against machines in the future i mean you see you go to the airport you see less and less people working at the check-in desks because it's everything automatic today so they're replacing people for machines um and what you see today is that more and more businesses are replacing, you know, they don't want to pay people, they just want to put a machine over there. But that's something you know that it won't happen at barbering. 
Well, what do you think? I, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's the self-cut system. And I don't mean to knock oh, it. I don't, I don't, know, if, I don't know if that's trademarked or anything, but uh, God bless you guys and your product. Um, it, it's right. It's this bunch of mirrors mm-hmm. and with, with these lights so you can cut your own hair. And, 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 and I think... It's, People have a hard enough time combing their I hair. I think it yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> you know, do you know those machines that were popular in the Flo-bee. 90s? The that Flo-bee. You could, yeah. you could do your abs at home. Or the, uh, <laughs> the ab master. Abs of steel. It's the same. I mean, if you don't go run out there and go to the gym, you won't get any abs. And if you don't make a good diet. I mean, I still have a couple j- uh, shake weights. And <laughs> they do not work. How do they work, Jimmy? Can you show they, us on They screen? work like this. <laughs> 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 but... But I think it's part of it. Barbering, barbering is, especially for me as a, as a patron, because I don't look at myself as just a client. You know, when I sit in the chair and I go to American Vintage Barbershop up here in um, in Whittier and Uptown, my barber, uh, unfortunately, my the barber that used to cut my hair, he passed away um, about a little over a year ago. And it was hard for me to switch. Oh. It was hard for me to switch to another barber in the shop. And the guy who cuts my hair now, it's I enjoy it, man. I just go. You know, he, what do you want? Usual, okay, boom, takes care of me. We talk bullshit, talk about family, life. We don't sit there and just talk, oh yeah, well I'm doing this and I know that, you know, it's not business. It's, it's about it's about going to the barbershop, not just having a haircut. Oh yeah, they have walk in, hey, you want a water, you want a beer? You know, it's, and I think if people realize that, but then the barber and the owner are the ones that set the vibe. I mean, if you have like a total douchebag barber or the owner man you, you don't you you want to get out of there really fast you don't, it's not yeah. home yeah. they say man has three places in life you have your work you have your family you have your home and then the barbering the barbershop should be your third place yeah where you go and you can bullshit you can just and you can be free there i think exactly yeah, you can be free and i think every man deserves that because i mean we don't get less and less we get like men privilege mm-hmm. so i think the society worldwide is kind of twisted towards women rights and it's fine you know because they've been unprotected for so long mm-hmm. but it also feels good that barbershops are kind of the last you know saviors of the men's traditions so it's kind of good to have a place where we feel like men and I think if you if you look back, I mean, who, who actually has this close proximity with men? Mm-hmm. The doctors, who else? Tailors, yeah. dentists, you know? But barbers are the ones that actually take more of an advantage because when you go to the doctor, you probably are on pain, you know? You're yeah. in pain or when you have something on your... your you don't want to be there. You, 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 you don't want to be there. there. Right. You don't want to be, be at the barbershop. There, there might be some yeah. When, yeah. You, when you go to a tailor, <laughs> even though he's like touching you and measuring you, he's, he can also stitch you with a... You know, it's mm-hmm. not comfortable. You're not sitting. Yeah, yeah. At the barber chair, it's where you sit and relax, you know? And I look at people in this world and I there's like two kinds of people. There's those who know about good haircuts and there's everybody else, mm-hmm. right? And I'm happy to be part of those. And I try to bring as many as possible to this side, you know, to make them understand what a good haircut is. Because that's our way of looking at people. Mm-hmm. This guy knows about what a good haircut is, and those, they don't. And Because barbering is intimate. It is probably one of the most 
intimate moments a man has on a regular basis. It's intimate. And then you're paying, right? You're paying for that. You know, I enjoy the massage, man. I mean, just, yeah, you know, you don't enjoy it too much, but you know, you, yeah. you enjoy it. Uh, you know, it feels good, but it, it's because it defines who we are. Our hair is the one thing. Oh, when, that, you, look, when you look at someone, you're going to look at the hair for exactly. sure. And it tells you who they are, what their personality is. It, and we can change it over and over and over. Or some barber can totally fuck it up. Yeah, I think hair and shoes hair and tell shoes. you a lot about a person. They speak louder yeah. than any word will ever speak. Me? Yeah, because they're... I'm wearing they're, triggered vans. I'm here to party. Okay, yeah. They're <laughs> like... <laughs> wearing vans. They're like at the edges, right? Mm-hmm. So you see, you are everything that lies within. Mm. But because eyes lay on top, hair will always come first in the shoes. High level, yeah. High level. It's within the periphery. Yeah. And that's why even what you put in your hair. I mean, you know? if you look back and you see James Dean, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, I mean, even if their face was all like fucked up, their hair would still look good. It was mm-hmm. all about the hair. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also what you put in your hair because I know uh, when Shiner Gold came out, uh, when Jimmy brought it out into the marketplace, there hadn't been anything like that. I mean, it really was something, even for me, when, when he sent me a can and I did a review on it. And I've written several times. Uh, I think Jimmy says, he swears that I can say his obituary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'll probably go before him. But um, because it is hard not only to find good barbers, and I think what you guys are doing, and you're, just the way you perceive things is right on. I mean, it's what the world needs. It's not only what Portugal needs and what you guys are doing there. And it's good that Jimmy brought you, you guys are with him doing this tour because they need to hear it here too. Because many people have forgotten. It's not about posting and getting whatever, 100 likes in five minutes or whatever, or you see who did like it and who did, you know, or how many reposts and shares. Because life doesn't, the real world doesn't exist around social media. No, true. It's between speaking to people and looking them in the eyes and them going, okay, that guy's not, you know, whatever, a snake or, which there's a lot of people like, and, but I, I, I totally think what you guys are doing is great. Uh, I admire your guys' shop. I think it's a really cool shop there in uh, Portugal and for what Jimmy's doing in Arizona and affecting the world because uh, he was able to get you guys here and to work with you guys. And I'm excited to see what you guys have up your sleeves. Uh, I know I probably couldn't give Jimmy some more beers to maybe he'll leak it out, but (laughs) 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 maybe Fabio, he might be ready. (laughs) Uh, But you guys did bring a um, a Timon, right? Yeah, we did. Diamond. Is, I, I actually, I actually, earlier I called him Diamond. Diamond, yeah. I did too, for the first two days. Everyone does. Okay, Everyone okay. does. He, he, I think Diamond sounds better. Yeah. He, he is a diamond, honestly. <laughs> he, he is. He's been working with us for like a couple of years now, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw our documentary, but we got a documentary online, like 17 minutes and a portrait of me and a few other clips, and Diamond has been involved in most of those. So. Is is the guy who actually can show the world what we do better? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got our photographer over there uh, who photographs. But when it's about filming, this is our guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're so happy to to have him here with us in the states because I'm sure what what's going to turn out film wise, it's going to be great, and it will make people want us to see more often in the states. And I'm sure Jimmy will will be happy also to have Timon Timon's work rolling on his um, on his Instagram and on his page 
And I'm sure when Jimmy wants to introduce us to someone and hey, this, I'm bringing these guys to the state, he's gonna have something way more structured and better to show mm-hmm. as if it just were random pictures. So I think it makes perfect sense to have time and over here and I'm glad we, we he knows what we want and he's like on the same page as we are when mm-hmm. it comes to like showing barber stuff. So he's a perfect guy to have with us on this trip. And I'm glad that uh, Jimmy understood that and understood the value of that. So we're all rocking a good time and uh, getting ready for something really outstanding. You will, you will Is it the torta? It. Is it the torta we're having <laughs> later? Because uh, we, I, oh, I, I'm, I, mean, I told these guys not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could I could swear I could hear that word coming. We're getting excited for the tortas later. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to end up uh, closing out. But before we do, I do have some gifts for you guys. Um, if anybody's wondering what Diamond looks like, Kind of like uh, Van Damme in the bad years, you know, after all the movies. <laughs> I mean, he's a good looking guy, but. Uh... <laughs> Diamond is. <laughs> Diamond. So here's a shirt a from our up. podcast. Jimmy, thank you, I'm, thank you. I'm hoping that. Uh, oh, thank you, man. I'm assuming. Yeah. Large? Yeah. Yeah, for my muscles. Yeah. yeah. J- <laughs> thank that's you, our uh, podcast uh, design there. Uh, I got a, guys... I got a similar tattoo. Yeah, but there we go. There we go. Can't be can't go wrong with yeah, the buck. Can't go wrong. I got some uh, stickers here from my barber shop for you guys. Thank you, Jimmy. You know, American you, Vintage. Good guys. Also, some stickers from a brewery from my hometown. Oh, we love breweries. Yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> we love beer though. They do. You know, this company they do old world yes. style beer, so you can actually age it. We got a. We got You gotta, can age it like wine. We got a fridge, back in our shop where we, you know, just put all the stickers. So this are going to gonna go straight the, there. These are going to go straight there. Yeah, um, that's the brewery in Placentia, California, my hometown. But um, no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure meeting you guys, and I'm grateful for Jimmy for the years of friendship that we've had, and uh, I know I'll continue to to support you know what, what you do and the, the individuals you're working with and uh anytime you guys are in town or anything i can do for you guys oh, thank you thank you for thank having you. us and hopefully you will hear about the project that we're working on and next next time we're in the states we got some more time to hang out and we'll be we'll be keeping in touch and yeah so you guys on on social media what's your your the name uh, on social it's media figaro's barbershop lisboa that's oh. like the name of our town so if you just type figures barbershop lisboa it's probably all, will, okay. will pop yeah. up and that's on twitter and instagram or what is it instagram, instagram. is the main social network we use mm-hmm. got also facebook and uh, we got our youtube channel where you can see most of the videos Timon has done most well, of what's them. your channel on instagram on youtube uh, figures barbershop okay do you guys have a website we have a website www.figaroslisboa.com. Okay, Jimmy Shiner Gold Pomade, right? Shinergold.com and uh, Instagram is Shiner Gold Pomade. Uh, those are the two I really just uh, spend time with. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'd like to just end it with uh, when I do business with people, it does start out as friendship. You know, mm-hmm. we could have talked about business till you know for for hours, but with all my shops, even my distributor in Switzerland, with uh, my distributors in Malaysia, we're friends, and then the business comes. 
if we become friends and the business doesn't come, mm-hmm. at least we still are friends. And um, it it's it's easy. Mm-hmm. It can really be easy. It doesn't have to be as difficult as uh, some people make it. And uh, we're always out to have a good time. And, uh, you know, if you don't try so hard on the business side, mm-hmm. which some people say I should probably try a little harder, mm-hmm. it comes, you know, have fun. And uh, I'm glad these guys came out. We're, we're, we're uh, having a great time and uh, glad to be with you since 2012. That's how mm-hmm. long we've been together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a long-term, yeah, long-distance long long relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I appreciate all of you. I appreciate all my shops. I never had a girlfriend for that long. <laughs> <laughs> but. E- equal rights, my friend. Equal rights <laughs> the States. But uh, we also have Danny Becerric. Danny, can you come on on the, on the set here? Danny's a great guy. Yeah. This guy's at his shops, good people. Danny's been with me since the beginning. What's happening? Good. He uh, carried Shiner Goldwyn. Everybody else was like, what's this stuff? Matter of fact, you entered, you, I think you turned me on to Danny. I think you told me you're like. Uh, did I send you the, that right picture? I, 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 don't, I don't remember. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Tank top? That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what? It, anytime I see skin, man, it gets me going. But uh, yeah, so I mean, you, you turned me on to Danny and when we've become like family. I mean, uh, we filmed at his shop 120 years of barbering. And, um, you know, we've just had a great relationship. So I'm thankful that you're here for this too. And uh, we have Timon over here. Timon. Say hello, or just peeking over. You should here. pop your head in so they can yeah. see the, the, the Van Dam look alike. He's buff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for him to whoop on me. Yeah, I've been yeah. messing with him for two like weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> we have time, and you're gonna have to duck down a little time yeah. in because there you oh, go, man. there we can see you, Danny. Get in the shot there a little bit <laughs> so we can see you. Get in within there you go. But there's uh, all the folks we have here with us at the lodge today. So uh, I'd like to thank these gentlemen for making the time to see us <laughs> and uh, flip off my camera <laughs> and uh, drink some beers, and we're gonna have some. Th- us now because oh. it's, it's about lunchtime and I know they have a busy day they're going to be out in uh, Ranch Cucamonga and then uh, they'll be up in San Francisco so make sure you check us out on our website gentlemensavenue.com forward slash the lodgecast subscribe follow uh, we're on iTunes so until next time be well my friends <laughs>